I think for mine, when I got this, if I spent $3,000, no, if I, yeah, if I spent $3,000 in the first 90 days, uh, they were giving me $2,000 worth of points. It was crazy. Hey everyone, this is Norm Ferrar, aka The Beard Guy here, and welcome to another Lunch with Norm, the e-commerce and Amazon FBA podcast. Today, this is going to be different. We're going to be talking about travel hacks, tips for Amazon sellers when they're going to events or when wherever they're traveling around the world. I've talked to our guest, and I'm going to go completely off script here, but I've talked to our guest at events and just have, have, have been amazed at what he's able to do. So we're going to be talking about advice for Amazon sellers who might be going to their first event. We're going to be talking about strategies to keep uh, your business running smoothly while traveling. And we're going to talk about some of our guests' favorite travel hacks. So welcome to another Lunch with Norm, the e-commerce and Amazon FBA podcast. All right. Like I said, today is going to be one of those topics I can't wait to talk about. And that is travel hacks and tips for Amazon sellers. Our guest is the director of training and chief evangelist over at Helium 10. He helps hundreds of thousands of Amazon sellers, beginners to nine figure sellers achieve their business dreams. And today he draws on his 20 years of experience to teach other people to succeed on Amazon. And I'm talking about, oh, a buddy of mine. I don't know how many times he's been on the podcast, but he is what I would consider a regular. And that's Bradley Sutton. And we'll talk to Bradley in a second. But first, let's have a word from our sponsor. This episode of Lunch with Norm is sponsored by VAA Philippines. Looking for a high-quality virtual assistant for your business? With the rigorous screening, intensive Amazon and Walmart training, and ongoing professional development, get the peace of mind with skill and motivated virtual assistants for a long-term working relationship. Hire through VAA today, and now let's get back to the show. Enjoy the show. Welcome. Mr. Sutton, how are you? Sir? Hello, hello. You see, I'm wearing the my Maldives shirt today. Just got back uh, 12 hours ago from Maldives, uh, so it's like right on topic here. Okay, so I gotta ask you this: You're always in the mall. What is this with the Maldives? Well, it became my favorite spot in the world. But I, I mean, the original how I started going there, and and I was just talking to Kelsey uh, offline about it. Was, this was my sixth time. In the last two years or two and a half years wow but you know we we all know about the the, the honeymoon period that it's not an official amazon term or anything right. like that but it was and it wasn't made by by myself but but you know that's been that's been out there for years um and then you know I, i've always been been obsessed with with optimizing the amazon launch strategy so then i found like this way to like kind of get like a maldi uh, or a honeymoon period like on steroids like getting even better results out of it and so then you know i googled like all right what what um what is the most expensive honeymoon you could have and then it's a it was like number one was maldives and so i'm like you know what i'm gonna do you know i, I like travel hacking um i could i could stay at this ridiculous place for free i'm gonna fly over there and record episode 200 and then launch the maldives honeymoon strategy and then i'm gonna start updating that strategy every 50 episodes now i was doing it you know 200 250 300 350 etc but then this year was the first time i skipped one 450 so like i just recorded uh <coughs> excuse me episode 500 over there but but yeah I've, I've been there six times always giving updates to the to the maldives honeymoon strategy that's crazy and that's what we should have did Kel why kelsey why can't we go and shoot for free in the maldives <laughs> Hey, I can't wait to talk today about all your travel hacks because that is something I've talked to you about at events. And I mean, you're the master of it. You know how to put these things together. I'm I'm really curious. Well, why don't we start off here? So right back to the beginning, a lot of Amazon sellers, especially at the beginning of their career or, you know, getting, getting involved are 
don't want to go to events. It's expensive, especially if they're in Vegas or if they're outside of the country. What advice can you give to them? Let's start there. So yeah, just, just events in general. It's um, I'm, I'm not sure if I talked about this on your show before, but I, I owe almost my entire Amazon career to attending a, an event just on, on a whim, you know, like before I was really into Amazon, you know, I was working for a company for years that was, was doing stuff on Amazon, but I really didn't know anything. I was just kind of like the warehouse guy and logistics guy. But then after I left that company, I was like, all right, what am I going to do? You know, like they didn't really teach me what was going on in the back end of Amazon. So I, I didn't know much other than like, you know, how to send stuff to FBA and, and how to ship FBM stuff. You know, that was, that was my, my role. So I was like, you know what? I, I heard a, a podcast, you know, uh, and somebody was advertising like this, um, this event in Chicago, uh, Zon's Quad Live, I think it was, it, it was called, it was like in 20, 2016 or something like that. Yep. And, and I, I couldn't even really afford it, you know? So, you know, you know, I was just like out of a job. So I flew there, didn't have enough for a hotel. So I just, you know, figured it was cheaper to get a $40 rental car. And I slept in my rental car for the three, uh, two or three nights. I don't remember what it was. Um, but I'll, it just changed my life. Like, like it, it just, uh, I was like, wow, a Amazon is incredible. I can't believe what I've been missing out on. There was connections I made there. People who, who to this day are in my network, you know, like it was my first like Amazon conference and, and multiple people there now work for, you know, work for helium 10 because mm -hmm. you know like through you know i started working for helium 10 a few years later and i was like hey you should come and you know work for us and and i originally met them there and there's people to this day you know uh, who who i i have in my circle um who i met there so yeah anybody out there you know like maybe you know don't go sleeping in, in rental cars and get get ticketed for homelessness or or whatever but um you know uh there there's so many events like back in those days there wasn't that many amazon events no you know, like not at all. Like, like, so it was kind of rare, but nowadays, you know, you can, you know, even on a meetup, meetup websites, the, there's local events, you know, start small. There's a lot of events that are, you know, regional and things like that. You know, there's bigger events like Amazon accelerator, Amazon unbox. Those are, those are cool too, but absolutely. I suggest to all Amazon, Walmart, whatever sellers out there, find a, a, a conference big or small attend it. You will not regret it. Yeah. I, I have to agree with you. Uh, when I was on the other side of the fence, so not in front of a camera, not doing content, but just running businesses, I decided that I was going to take the chance. And first of all, it was an amazing conference, uh, which was in Mallorca, which was cool, but it was expensive. And I, you know, dear Connie, Connie, please let me go. <laughs> and so she, she said yes. But a week later was the Illuminati. And the Illuminati is now the Helium 10 Elite. And I met three guys there. Their names are Manny, Guy, and Kevin. And I hit it off with them. And also, like you said, uh, every one of those people that I met, and I've probably met about 20 or 30 people that are part of my network right now that have just been able to help me either here or with my business, like with selling my, my products or brands, growing it, it, you can't say enough about it. So if you haven't gone, at least go to a meetup. Carlos Alvarez, you know, he's got 16, 16 meetups a month and they're free. So anyways, there's a lot of people that just give and share back. Now let's, let's talk about actually traveling around. How can you afford it? How can people get the most out of travel where do they even start so well for amazon uh sellers and now i think as of last week if i'm not mistaken walmart sellers you can um you know charge your ppc to a credit card you know but yep. it's not by default by default you know it just it pulls out of your disbursement you know and that doesn't do anybody any good so you know if you haven't done that do that first you know switch it to a credit card now not all credit cards give you points, you know, so, so, so my two go to, or I have three go to cards. Uh, one is the Hilton American express. And that's how I stay in the Maldives because the, the property I stay in the Maldives is the cheapest rooms are 2,500 to $3,000 a night. Jeez. And, and the beauty about it is, is with, with Hilton American express, I get like two free room vouchers per year. Plus I get X number of, of, of points. And the vouchers, whether I'm staying at 
a Hilton Garden Inn in Hoboken for $40 a night or Waldorf Astoria in the Maldives at $2,500 a night, it counts for the same. So obviously you're going to use it for the for, for the Waldorf uh, or the Conrad uh, is what I are the two most expensive properties. So that's what uh that's the what I use a lot for PPC. And then sometimes I'll switch the PPC card to either the Chase uh, Sapphire or uh, the Chase Inc is a newer one that I haven't really uh, had that long. But regardless, I, I suggest having a Chase Sapphire card because it, it allow the portal there allows you to pay for flights with points, and it's not like a an airline credit card. You know, a lot of people you know have United cards or American Airlines cards or things like that. But those points you can only use for like United flights, right? With with the Chase Sapphire portal, it uses uh, I don't know like Expedia or Travelocity or something where any flights there you can just pay with those points. You know, whatever 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 airline. So I, I switch my my PPC back and forth. Uh, between those two cards and then so i use the chase points the chase inc and chase sapphire to pay for like flights and rental cars and things like that and then whenever i travel that's not on helium 10's dime which maldives is not on helium 10's dime i'm paying for that you know myself um then then uh for the hotel part i use the uh, hilton points wow okay so not all credit cards are created equal right uh, so you, you're using the Hilton, which is great. That's smart. And you get those vouchers. Uh, I've been looking around for a new card. And one of the things you talked about PPC. So I was sitting at uh, BDSS. So Kevin and I and uh, Antonio Bindi were in the cigar lounge. <laughs> and we were just smoking away. It was probably two in the morning, three in the morning. And uh, Antonio said that he had a, a way of like he doesn't spend anything on travel. He puts it all on a, an American express gold, not platinum gold card. And it gives him three times the uh, points on his, uh, on his American express gold. So, okay. Very good. He says that, I think he said he had seven cards because he keeps maxing them out and he needs them for his, uh, so he never pays. And I think that's really a, a great uh, point is that if you're spending PPC dollars, why not go and get the biggest bang for your buck? Sure. So American Express Gold is is great. And what ones would you suggest again? The Ch I mean, the, the Chase Inc. is another one that gets 3x points um, on PPC, uh, at least. And then the Chase Sapphire um, is what uh, Chase Sapphire Reserve or Chase Sapphire Preserve. Uh, uh, I forgot what the other one was called. Yeah. Um, but but the, the Chase Sapphire and Chase uh, Inc. are and it works well because since I have that's just who I bank with anyways. You know, like for my savings and, and checking. Um, but yeah, the, those are the best for uh, for points in my opinion as well. All right, so Steve Fillion just got my attention. What is this? Ten times travel, it's a free course. Oh, it's a free course to maximize your points. Got it. I thought you were saying, Steve. I thought you were saying there's a card that gives you ten. Uh, 10, 10 times the points. All right. Okay. That's good. I get it. I'm old. Um, there is a site, Steve Simonson. So you know him. He's our friend. He was telling me that he told me about a great site. Unfortunately, I can't really use it in Canada, but if I am traveling out of Buffalo, I use this site. It's called, have you ever heard of this? Going.com. Mm. Oh my God. You got it with the amount you, you travel. You got to check this out. So you can get a free account, which gives you regular economy seats, or if you're traveling uh, business, you can, uh, it's, it's a small amount, but you can pay a little bit of money and it'll continually show you from where, whatever airport you want to make as your default. So me, it would be BUF and uh, it would tell me flights that are coming out that are extraordinarily cheap. Like if there's a huge discount and it just keeps pumping um, flights into your uh, inbox that are really cheap. And if you have different destinations you're looking for, it'll tell you. So if I've got a flight going out to Vegas or if I'm going to wherever, um, it might be uh, to Australia. It'll show you these flights. I, like I'm talking, um, what was a flight that I just saw? I, 
I, I, I can't be accurate, but uh, you're talking about flights like going over business class, first class uh, over to London, 1200 bucks. Hey, that's not bad. Business you class, know? yeah. Business that's class. one thing that's very near and dear to my heart. Like I never thought I would, I would be bougie and need that. But um, well, I'll tell you one thing about business class. So like I talked to my accountant. This is for anybody who's making a profit. My pro my my accountant said uh, th this goes back years ago. He said, "Why are you going economy?" And I said, uh, "Because it's cheap." And he said, "Well, start start spending the money. Like go into business class. Like, it's a write off. Go into business class." So, uh, well, if you insist. <laughs> so you know now it's just always business class. I I work smart though, so I work with one or two airlines throughout the year. Mm -hmm. and like mine is delta i like delta and i just gather the points there um and this is if you if you fly a That's lot sky, uh, sky team right yeah sky team it's incredible the uh, amount of uh they give you uh for me anyways i got eight regional flights which is upgrades so if i go into economy they automatically bump me into oh, yeah. uh premium <clears throat> comfort and then all i have to do is watch if there's um if there's seats available in first class you're bumped up right away so if i'm not worried if it's not a long flight i'll do that for sure yep and if it's a longer flight i'm not taking any chances yeah so, i do the same for united it's a plat or premier 1k it's like the highest and yeah. rich goldstein is the one who got me on to united um uh, and, and, and you can, you know, you get these things called plus points and then you could, you know, take the chance. You know, what you do is you, you check the, the open seats when you're booking the flight and then keep checking it. Yeah. And then, and then if there's a lot of open seats, you can, if you're a premier one K, you could almost be guaranteed that you're going to get an upgrade to business or first. Yeah. Uh, but then, yeah, if you see the seats going, going, going a lot, you know, you might want to just go ahead and pay for the upgrade. Um, now the the problem with United is, is you can't like because of this, because they prioritize only their frequent flyers, you can't like pay at the airport. So that's one of my other strategies is, is if I'm flying one of the United partners, like, like just yesterday on, on my way back, I, uh, everything was economy. Uh, it was Turkish airlines, which is a star. Oh, don't member. tell me about Turkish. So airlines. at the airport, yeah, <laughs> the economy in Turkish is, is terrible, by the way. Like I, I had a really bad experience, but what, what you do is you take the chance. And then like, if they have open seats at the airport, you can just upgrade for like, $800 or $1,000. Whereas if you were to buy that business class, it would have been $4,000, but if they have open, but on United, you, you'll never be able to just like upgrade at the airport because if they have open seats, just like you said, they would have given it to their, um, to their Alliance member. So that's another, that's another tip. But real quick, before I forget, I almost forgot. Yeah. I was only gone in Maldives two days. I actually forgot my razor. And then when I got back, you know, now me, I'm, I'm half Filipino. So it's hard for me to grow facial hair. I was looking at my calendar. I'm like, you know what? I'm joining lunch with Norm. So in in, in Norm's honor, this, this is about as as much as my beard uh, will, will grow here after like five days because I, I don't grow much facial hair. But I'm gonna shave right after this call. But just just for you, Norm. Uh, no, this is my my five. It's days. It's driving you crazy, right? It's itchy and <laughs> it's itchy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> oh, that's great. I I I have another uh, trick up my sleeve. And I don't have anything to do with them, but people think I do because I, I talk about them all the time. And for anybody traveling, uh, this has saved me so much money, not only uh, on travel, but on business items. So I'm talking about the founder's card. Now, you've probably heard me like any any time we're at a table, you know, if we get on this subject, I'm talking founder's card. I've um, I've been a member of the founder's card probably for four or five years. Tim Jordan actually told me about it. And this is a card where you, you're going to pay a few hundred bucks for it. I, I I'm not sure, but I think it's four or 500 uh, for the, the card. But if you're traveling, just to give you an example. So uh, if you're going on Delta, you get 10% off. If you're going on, or if you're traveling and you're going to other hotels, you automatically go on Hyatt, Hilton, Marriott. You get boosted up to their gold status. And then if you stay 15 days, you get boosted to their platinum status. Mm -hmm. 
So that's a no-brainer. Caesar, you get Caesar's rewards. I stayed at Paris, 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 um, in their suite, 790 feet. So pretty big room uh, for 90 some odd dollars. They have a, uh, these rooms with, with Caesar. And also one of the bonuses is when you, uh, when you sign up, you get to go to that uh, Caesar buffet that costs a hundred bucks and that's free, mm-hmm. <laughs> but they have all sorts of these types of travel bonuses. Uh, Kevin I and I, for all my rental cars, uh, oh, I mean, I have, have the founder's it? card, so it always gives me a higher, uh, you know, yeah. level of car uh, for 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 cheaper price. Um, I used it. That was what I used originally. I, I wasn't flying enough for um, to qualify for United Premier One K. Yeah. But they had like sometimes they'll have what these are, are called status uh, challenges or something yeah. like like that, where where it's like, hey, you don't normally you need to get you know like fifty flights to do this, but hey, if you can do like. 20 flights by this date, we'll go ahead and give you, you know, as a founders club member, the, the premier status. And so that was how I originally got the premier status too with the founders card. Wow. It's, it's incredible. Uh, I just stayed at a, a hotel. Well, I went to um, a conference. Oh, I went to prosper plus in New York mm-hmm. city last minute. And I had to book a hotel room, went on, found a, uh, like a boutique style hotel that founders club had. And the regular room rate was 500 and some odd dollars a night. Uh, I got it for 239 all in, like everything in. And uh, when I got there, I got upgraded right away. So these are all these little tricks that you can save. Yep. I know Kevin and I went on this cruise together with our wives last year. And we went to the Fairmont in Vancouver. And I did it on Founders. Uh, Kevin did it uh, without Founders. He ended up paying $3,100, I think. I ended up paying $2,100. I was uh, moved up to the top floor suite. <laughs> and, wow, nice. and, you know, I paid $1,000 less. So it's it's uh, just a great card for travel. But it also, uh, just recently, I added uh, my new uh, workspace, Google Workspace, 20% off. Get this. If you're using Stripe at all, it's worth getting the founder's card. Um, I, I, I have the elite um, founder's card, so I it's a concierge service plus a few other things, but it made sense to upgrade. So I think it's $8.95. And with that, you get a Stripe account. With your Stripe account, you get $50,000 worth of transactions for free. That's $1,400 in savings right there. So if you're in e-commerce and you're using Stripe and you don't have to be a new Stripe member, you can have uh, you can you can add this to your regular Stripe account, then you get that as well. So these are some of the 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 discount clubs that are out there that like that going could save anybody in the states a ton of cash. And same thing with with Founders Card. And I don't know if you have, I'm sure you probably have some other cards or other clubs that you might know of. Um, so somebody mentioned it, it's not necessarily um, uh, clubs, but with some of these credit cards, uh, you'll get uh, some things covered. Like, mm-hmm. for example, clear. That's like for yeah. U.S. travelers, super important to to have clear. Um, it just like, oh my I mean, God. It's literally saved me from missing flights um, yeah. in the past. And then of course, uh, others will pay for your TSA and or global entry. So, so like uh, the TSA is great. Again, uh, it, you know, if, if you've got like tons of electronic equipment, I, I bring my podcast stuff uh, always on, on my carry-ons and it's just a hassle to, to take off your shoes and then take everything out and, and put it in 17 different trays and then, you know, go through and then have them, you know, stand in that line. So uh, get a credit card that covers your TSA uh, charge, yeah. which is like every four years. And then, but I would recommend going global entry because that when you come into the country yesterday, when I came in from the Maldives or actually the flight was from Istanbul, but I, I just like go through, I just put my face on this one thing and that's it. Like, like it takes literally three seconds, no line and you walk, you just breeze right through. You don't have to show your passport, um, nothing. And so that's like an important thing. And actually <laughs> here's a quick story it has nothing to do with travel hacking, but it just <laughs> shows a, global entry so for the last few years um when i travel back out of the country and i'm with my family 
uh, my wife always gets taken to security. Like, like, so we'll be all together and then she'll get like taken away with like uniform police usually. And then they put her in a room for like 20 minutes and they never tell, you know, they just ask tons of questions and it's been going on for years and, and nobody would ever tell us what's going on. Finally, last year we found out there's another couple out there with the same exact names as us and around the same birthdays. And I guess the wife would beat up the husband. And so oh. the husband had a restraining order against the wife, right? So they're not supposed to be together. So then whenever we came into the country and it showed that we're on the same flight, they had to take her away because, you know, I might have been a subject of abuse or or, or something. And and then for, for like we, we once we knew what was happening, that we would tell them, like, guys, it's not us. Look at the date of birth. It's not exactly the same. It still wouldn't matter. It'd still be the same thing. It'd take like an hour oh. to go through. But then the last time they're like, hey, you know what? Why don't you? If everybody has, uh, if your family has global entry, that might fix it. And so, um, I always had global entry. Yeah. So this time, uh, my whole family got global entry, and then we went to Japan a couple of weeks ago. And this is the first time coming back into the country. We breeze right through. So, so in case you you guys have some uh, identity uh, issues out there, <laughs> global entry oh. will also help solve that. Now. Global entry is only good coming into the U.S. It's yes. not going out, right? Correct. Correct. Yeah. yeah. So that's a, that's a bonus. And yes, all those lines. I just came in. Uh, I don't even know where I was. Oh, I was in North Carolina last weekend. And uh, looking at the Toronto airport, there was nobody there. It was it, There was nobody walking down the hallway. I get around the corner to customs. It's one of the worst custom days ever. And probably 600 people. The it wow. showed up on the thing. It was 45 minute lineup. I have Nexus, so oh nice. I just walked up, looked at it. I was the only person in line, by the way, and so just walked right through. So these are some things. Global entry. If you don't have it, go and get it. If you don't have Nexus, so this is traveling back and forth between uh, Canada, Mexico, United States. It is a lifesaver. I don't know. Kelsey, I'll tell you, I don't like lines. I don't like, I just fastest way I'm going through. Um, and then TSA pre-registered. So, and that usually happens once you get Nexus and you're bang on. So the, I have, um, I chose the American express platinum card for this and they will cover your clear. They cover mm -hmm. your, and they give you a, a discount, but, because I chose Delta and I've got the status now, they cover it 100%. They, uh, American Express covers your Nexus card, which is great. That's, I think, $85, which, by the way, uh, my wife and I have it. But whenever we're traveling with young Kelsey, uh, we get stuck in a line because young Kelsey won't take the time to go for the interview. <laughs> yep. Do they pay for your priority pass? Do you have that too? Yeah. Oh yeah. So you get the priority pass, uh, and they call it a pre plaza premium premium plaza. That's another, that's group. a lifesaver when you're have long layovers oh. and you don't want, you know, I mean, th th these places are charging like 40, 60 bucks now just for a couple of hours. I just went on my way to the Maldives. I had an eight hour layover in Istanbul. Um, and I just had my priority pass, went to, to, to this beautiful lounge that had my private room in there. There's showers. Yeah a full buffet and everything in almost any airport, even rinky dink airports in the middle of nowhere. There's usually at least one lounge that's priority pass. And so even if you guys don't have a credit card that covers it, it's, it's to me, if you're if a frequent, uh, a flyer, it's a, it's, it's kind of a must to, uh, to have. Yeah. If you can't, um, let's say you don't have the card. Uh, I believe you can go in, but it costs you 40 bucks. Is that right? Yeah, exactly. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. So it, it's well worth it. I know um, we got Andrew. Yeah, that's Twilight Action. Um, he's a pilot. Kind of. Andrew, have you got any travel tips for us? I know. Uh, <laughs> that's, yeah, that's a good line. Try it for a living. Yeah, no way. But if you've got any travel tips for us, I'd love to hear from you. Or if anybody else, if you've got any comments, um, please throw them in or questions. Uh, throw them into the comment section. Now, I can't believe it. We're already at the bottom of the hour. Hour, and at the bottom of the hour, 
we always uh, we always talk about the Wheel of Kelsey. That is something at the top of the hour. That's a, a prize we give away at the end of every episode. So I see there's a bunch of people listening today. And if you're new to the episode, uh, just stay tuned to the uh, at the top of the hour. And we're going to do a, a prize called the Wheel of Kelsey. So um, uh, Kelsey. Kelsey. Yes. Uh, did you do your job today? We sure did. We got it all oh, lined up. Okay. I wasn't yeah. sure. I just, you know, you didn't tell me. I got on late, by the way. So, Bradley, what's the uh, prize today? We've got a one-on-one call oh. with me, a 30-minute one-on-one call. And then on that call, too, if you're interested, I'll also give you a full contact. I'll connect you with my sourcing agent, the one who's handles everything for me finding all the products for project X, all my other uh, Amazon accounts. And she handles uh, shipping, she inspections, and and she's just like my boots on the ground over there in, in China, but I'll, I'll connect you uh, with her. Well, that's fantastic. So a private one-on-one 30 minute call with Bradley and a connection to his sourcing agent. That is, that's literally priceless. It's great. Okay, so all you have to do is hashtag Wheel of Kelsey, take two people, you'll get a second entry. And Kels, let's go to a sponsor. This episode of Lunch with Norm is sponsored by SureGo Marketing. Ready to take your brand to the next level on TikTok and Instagram? SureGo Marketing specializes in helping entrepreneurs and coaches build profitable brands on TikTok and Instagram and in less than 90 days. With Shergo Marketing, you can build your brand, create incredible video content, and increase leads without spending a single dime on ad spend. Visit ShergoMarketing.com today and elevate your brand. Now, let's get back to the show. You know, I was talking about uh, American Express Platinum, and you know, some people go, oh, it's so expensive. Uh, it's $6.99, I think. I think that's what the cost is. But if you add up all these little perks that you get, uh, it's why are you not getting it? And I'm talking about somebody that doesn't travel a lot or doesn't use credit cards a lot. I, I think for mine, when I got this, if I spent $3,000, no, if I, yeah, if I spent $3,000 in the first 90 days, uh, they were giving me $2,000 worth of points. It was crazy. So that's another thing to look for is when you are looking at different um, uh, credit cards, you could get travel points. Uh, and I've talked to somebody recently that all they're doing is they go to a credit card, they max it out, they get the points, go to the next one. And they've been able to do that quite successfully. They are digital nomads. So they got that system down. But even within a specific card, like let's say American Express, You've got the different ones to choose from, but even with the platinum, you've got Delta platinum, you've got um, all the different platinums and you want to check it out because um, uh, they've got different uh, benefits. So one of the other benefits uh, with the platinum is the Centurion club. So you can go in same thing as all these other clubs, but it's just nice if they don't have any of the other ones around, or sometimes I find the Centurion club, maybe one step up above some of the others. And the other is audiobooks. So you get all these audiobooks for free. Hmm. So that's always great to have. And there's just a ton, um, anywhere from Lyft credits, uh, Walmart credits, like 200 here, 200 there. $200 back. So out of your $699 every year, you get a six uh, a $200 credit uh, from Delta. But you have to name your airline. So it's yeah. not specifically to Delta. So all these things add up. And if you look at the perks, you get thousands of dollars of perks for $699. And then you just use the card. Yeah, it's, and it's, it's worth it. The other thing too, and I know I'm hogging this, but... For me, I live in Canada. Mm -hmm. I get an American Express Platinum and the foreign exchange rate is, there's no mm. added foreign exchange yeah. rate. So that's perfect. Saves me a lot of money. Yeah, that's important for some some of these credit cards. They'll just try and rip you, you know, like, oh. and, and the other thing that rips you is if you're trying to 
if you're trying to use never use the currency exchange guys you know don't don't <laughs> change cash in there and especially not in the airport but the best thing to do is is have a, a also an atm card if you absolutely need cash i mean most places nowadays they're all digital anyways you know but but if you're just going to a place that you want to use cash for whatever reason um have a a card an atm card that doesn't have foreign transaction fees and that reimburses you for for any atm fee like i have um i have a chase uh what, what i forgot what it's called premier not premier um some some kind of a private club you know chase account but it reimburses all atm fees domestic and foreign no foreign transaction fees and if you're if you make a withdrawal in a foreign transaction that's actually the best currency exchange rate so that's the mm. other way you lose money is on the rate itself yeah and so so don't exchange an airport use a use an atm card to 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 withdraw in that local currency when you get there um and that's the best way to go yeah and on that note sim cards mm. so whenever you travel like uh we have a provider here in canada called uh rogers and oh only fifteen dollars a day you know okay that's fifteen dollars a day and up to 50 bucks or something which is a lot better i i remember when i was uh traveling the states in florida i've got a three thousand dollar bill because i went over on my roaming charges which i paid for but it it long story short it ended and I didn't know I was continuing to talk uh, at, during the ending phase. So $3,300. And then after arguing forever with the company, I got another $2,000 bill the next month that was carried over. It was crazy. But nowadays you can go and get a SIM card and it's easy. You can pop it in. Everything's good. But I use, um, I use Airbro. A I R B R O, I think it's called. And all it is is electronic. You open it up, you can do it for the country. It costs dollars. Like a, it's so cheap, it's crazy. Yeah, I, I um I have T Mobile, and the yeah. beauty about T Mobile is I can go in almost any country and have even like high speed, you know, up to, to up to a certain amount of time. I can uh, expand it, but then like let's say you know, your, your, your phone is older or, you know, you just want to have good Wi-Fi. Like a lot of countries like Japan, the thing you do if you go to Japan is to get what's called a pocket Wi-Fi. And, you know, some of those are like $4 a day, but then you just get one of them. And then like you go with your family or you have like three or four people with you, everybody just goes off of the Wi-Fi. It works everywhere and trains and everything. And then you're at an Airbnb or something that doesn't have good Wi-Fi. You use that for your computer. It's unlimited, you know, um, gigabytes and stuff and so then uh you know that that's also a, a, a good way to go as well that is exactly what i was just gonna say my uh, it, that's exactly what i was gonna say i just bought a travel router um so that when we go on a crew we're going on um online sellers cruise and we want to use that in on the cruise ship so oh. we'll set it up we'll, i have never seen one that works on cruise ships so that yes yeah. hey guys yeah. cruise ship wi-fi is the most expensive worthless piece of garbage in the history of of mankind they'll charge you like 30 dollars a day and it, it's for like each person speed yeah for each person yeah for each person <laughs> so as long as you're in the room um, per device <laughs> oh per device yeah you're right <laughs> so this i bought it because of that but also uh wherever you're traveling even hotels a lot of times the the wi-fi can even suck there and I, I just picked it up. I forget the name of it, uh, but uh, I could put it in the uh, the comment sections afterwards. But it's it's awesome. It hmm. they can range. I went on um, not Timu, but I bought. I've got two. I've got one that's just a little. Um, what do they call it? It's a stick, and you can put it into a USB port, and it it'll work. But then I've got a much better one. That's the one I just bought. The one I got uh, from China, I, I think it was like under $20. That's with shipping. And the other one I, I picked up, much better, much stronger strength. Uh, it was under, a no, it was just around 100, 120, something like that. But it's a better quality version. 
But just like you said, these are the little things that being able to pick up Wi-Fi, have a hotspot, um, have very little charges for an, uh, a SIM card, these all add up when you're traveling. Yeah. All right, a couple more. Let's see. Um, oh, yeah, let, let's say like me. I, I, I would like business class for every flight, but I don't sell enough anymore to, to cover with my points. So I do use economy a lot. Anybody who follows my Instagram, I always do this like legroom check uh, thing. And <laughs> I, I have some bad ones. But so if you are doing economy, um, not all economies create equal. Right. right? So so seatguru.com is, is what I use where it, you know, it has all the flights, a database of all the flights and then all the air airplane um, you know, configurations and then reviews on every seat. So then you check, all right, which one is the exit row? And then are there any issues with this exit row seat and which ones can't recline and stuff? So if I'm going to fly economy, I'll, I'll always run the flight through seat guru. So if I, if I'm able to pick my seat, I can still get a good, you know, sometimes the economy seat, like an exit row is actually better than some business class. You know, the business class that aren't lie flat, you know, yeah. it, it, the exit row seats actually have more leg room for, for tall people like us. Um, so that's, that's something seat guru. Uh, I definitely like to, use and then something that doesn't really have to do with necessarily hacking but whenever i always suggest to people and this is what i do is when you travel for business is try and get some pleasure in there too like like especially when you go to new countries or new cities that you haven't been to is is don't just go and stay in the hotel and just go to the conference and then that's it i mean maybe there are conferences all day and all night you know okay well that's one thing but if, if even if that's the case go a day earlier or stay a day after and then what I like to do is I go to TripAdvisor and it's an app. And then I, I do the things to do sorted by traveler ranking. And then what it does is it gives me like the top, you know, within a certain radius, like the top tourist spots or, or attractions in that city or that locale, uh, you know, out of like a thousand and the top restaurants as well. Um, that's for foreign. Now, if I'm domestic, and I'm going to a new place like New Orleans or, or New York or something like that. Uh, I always uh, look at the Yelp top 100. So just you just Google that Yelp top 100 restaurants for and then choose either last year or this year. Uh, sometimes it's they always make them different. And then it's check if there's in the city that you're in, if there's any top 100 in the whole United States for that, you know, literally out of all the restaurants. Chances are there's at least one that's in that city you're in. And so it's always my goal to try and hit as many top 100 Yelp restaurants, uh, you know, uh, I, I can go to, but, but yeah, I, I found some really great places, uh, that I've, that I've ended up eating, you know, uh, later on too, because of that list, you know, uh, excursions. So mm. do you have any advice for finding cheap excursions or getting discounts for excursions? There's, there's a couple that I use. So, so, so one of them I look at is, is definitely TripAdvisor, you know, that, mm -hmm. that talks about that. They have like, uh, I'm, I'm actually, I'm going to Korea. I'm speaking at an event in Korea in a few weeks, and I'm going to do one of the excursions there to go to the North Korean border where, um, you, know, you can actually like step, step on North Korea for like a step and then, you know, come back really quick. Um, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Re re real quick. Yeah. Real quick. <laughs> uh, but so there's TripAdvisor, and then another website that sometimes has deals on on it is this web website called Kluke. I think it's like K L O O K, and and like some of the some of the excursions and things that I, I was gonna do in Japan when I went, um, it's actually cheaper to get it through Kluke than it it is to get it on TripAdvisor or to go direct to those those, those companies. So so yeah, the, those those are are what I like to do. Um, but then you know if you're gonna do a and sometimes, you know, the cruise excursion, sometimes they, they charge an arm and a leg. So you might be better off just like, all right, let me just get to the port and then, and then, you know, book through Kluke or, or through TripAdvisor might save some money sometimes if you don't have a lot of credit from your, from your cruise. Right. Yeah. I've always tried to find better, um, better excursion rates. Well, one thing I know, don't book them on a cruise. They will gouge you. Yeah. yeah Unless you know, you've got like, you know, you, you got on one of these deals where you have a thousand dollars ship credit and they yeah. allow to use your, your ship credit or something on it. Then it's, then it's worth it. But yeah, you, the, those, those things are such ripoffs. Uh, yeah. 
Yeah. And I, I, by ripoff, I'm talking 30 to 50% difference by booking it yourself. Yeah. So you, and one of the things that we do is we'll look at the excursions and then we'll see what they are. And then we'll just call the excursion directly. Yeah. That's the way around it. Yep. Yep. Okay. Last uh, one on discounts. And I know what it used to be, but I don't even think it's around anymore, but that's for dining out, going out and finding a way to find some uh, discounts uh, for, you know, with the cities that you're going to any thoughts. I don't do anything as far as that goes anymore. Um, just make sure a lot of the, these credit cards we mentioned, sometimes they'll have uh, these things where certain months of the year, certain kinds of restaurants, you get extra cash back uh, from them, but you have to activate it. So that's something like if you have those chase cards I mentioned, yep. it's not automatic. You actually have to go in there each quarter and then click to activate it. In American Express, you can add all the restaurants. You know, Founders Club has has discounts at restaurants too. But what I used to do back in the day, you know, uh, I'm probably aging myself here. It might be a thing. Do you remember those entertainment books? Oh, yeah. Yeah. The oh, entertainment no. guide. Entertainment guide. Oh, my goodness. Like, I, I would have like 40 or 50 clipped from there. I haven't gotten yeah. one in like 10 years, though. But but that was my go-to discounts for, for restaurants back in the day. I wonder if they still have, if that's still around. I, I don't, you know, that would be an interesting thing to check out because, I got away with so many really cheap dates that way. <laughs> there you go. Yeah. Um, Restaurants.com. And I don't even know if it exists anymore, but that was something that I used to use a long time ago. Uh, and they used to have really great uh, discounts on food and different restaurants. But you know, the other thing, where, where was it? North Carolina, I was just in Austin and North Carolina, same, basically the same time. One of the cities was having a special, um, like just a, a local um, special. If you go in, you could get a three or four course meal for 60 bucks or something along those lines. And um, those are things that happen. So you can check that out and just see if, if the city itself is doing some sort of um, uh, special. I know where I live up here in, northern ontario um there's groups of restaurants that you can just go in and get about a 50 percent discount during different times of years yeah i i need to i need to do that more because i've i've been I, I mean i i try and not eat in like super fancy you know michelin always and and then again if, if i'm looking up restaurants in TripAdvisor, there's like a, a filter i can use to you know to to, to kind of avoid some of the more expensive uh, places but then the other the other thing is just you know this is old-fashioned but but hey you know with, with facebook groups and everything else wherever you're going to go there you know like the helium 10 members facebook group has like you know seventy thousand people in there you just say hey anybody have any local recommendations for i'm going to uh hanoi vietnam i'm going there in a, in a few weeks i've never been to hanoi vietnam but uh, i know there's a couple of facebook groups where i have some people in my network that that are from there ask them hey what's the you know, forget what, what's in TripAdvisor and stuff. What is the go-to spot for locals? You know, because like here, here I live in, in North San Diego County. Mm -hmm. You know, you ask me what's a, a, a spot here. I guarantee it's not like high in Yelp or TripAdvisor, but I know some good local spots, you know, that, that are not going to set you back. So just, just it goes back to what we said at the very, very beginning about networking with, with people, build your network. And then like, Oh, wait a minute. I know somebody in Hanoi, Vietnam. I know somebody in 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 brussels belgium uh let, let me ask them where, where i should go so so some good old-fashioned networking is sometimes the best way to go to find the best place to uh to uh, to eat there you go it's a 360 all the way back to networking there you go let's before we get into uh some other questions from the listeners uh let's just talk about this is tough i have to do this and this drives me crazy you're always on the road but running a business smoothly while you're traveling, how do you do it? Yeah. So it's, it's important. Like, like, it's funny. Like I, there are some people when they travel either for business or for pleasure, they want to disconnect completely from, from business. Like, like, like if, if, you know, people who, you know, we go to the prosper show for a week or something like, oh, I'm, I'm not going to check Slack in this because I'm just focused on the Prosper show. Or, hey, I'm going to go to Maldives for a week. I'm just going to disconnect. There are other people like me who, like, I, I would have a nervous breakdown if I completely disconnect. Like, I just need to somehow be at least in 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 contact. So 
there's no right answer here, but you got to find what works for you. You know, if you're the kind of person who, hey, to enjoy myself on vacation, I have to just cut the cord. Well, that means before you go, you've got to have a good team in place that is, you know, and you've, you're not one of those people who doesn't like to delegate, you know, that you have people pick up the slack while you're gone and then you can completely disconnect. If you're the kind of pe person like me who like to stay somewhat connected, we'll have a plan. We're like, all right, I'm just going to, you know, check slack or something from, from this, this time of day. And then I still delegate, you know, the, the rest of the things, but this is one of those things where you just got to find out what works for you. Yeah. Uh, and it's so important, uh, especially if you're traveling into time zones that are, let's say, over in the Philippines. Actually, the Philippines is pretty easy. For me, it's 12 hours. So mm. it's it's easy to offset. But if you're in China, that's that's tough. In Australia, uh, coordinating with the team, you've got to have a plan that you can coordinate and, and talk. Um, so what you described is is great. Okay, before I get to the listeners' questions, I got to ask one story any crazy story that you can just one from traveling yeah well i gave one already you know about, about know. My, our, our plans with tsa but let's see <laughs> traveling uh what is something crazy uh i've got to think i mean there, there's there's been times where i actually have missed flights you know and that's like if, if anybody has out there has not missed a flight that's like for whatever reason it's like one of the most stress i mean the most stressful things in the world like it shouldn't be because it's like, all right, I'll just get on the next flight. You know, yeah. you know, like they'll, they'll put you on there, but like for whatever reason, like it, it will definitely raise your, uh, um, blood pressure. But yeah, I can't that ha having my family, you know, taken away in, 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 in security is, is always probably the, the, the funniest one lately. Uh, it was on one, it happened on one trip for me and I went to Pakistan, which is again, not normal for, uh, Americans to go to. And then I went to this city called Peshawar, which is even less, it's right next to Afghanistan, really less likely that Americans go to. And so when I went there, um, everything was cool. I went to Peshawar. I spoke at this event with AMZ One Step. Uh, uh, I don't know. I went to AMZ One Step founder Saddam's wedding. And then I spoke at an en enablers event. And then coming back to the airport, I walk in the airport. This, this guy comes up to me in, in plain clothes, plain Pakistani clothes. And, and then he's like, oh, Bradley, how's it going? And I'm like, what? How do you know my name? And he's like, let me talk to you for a minute. And I'm like, okay. <laughs> and, and, you know, he was like, how was your trip here? And 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 this and that. And it turns out he was from Pakistani intelligence. And and they had me monitored since I got there. Oh, like, like he was like, hey, so so you you were picked up by uh, Saqib uh, from the airport. And I was like, I thought he was talking about Saqib, who's the leader of enablers, who, who I did do the event with. I was like, no, no, not, not Saqib. You know, he, he wasn't at the, he didn't pick me up. He's like, no, no, Saqib Awan. And it turns out he knew the name of the guy. His name was also Saqib from, from like uh, facial recognition. And so they were tracking me around Pakistan there just to make sure I was, I, I was like kind of like above board, but the guy was like totally cool. Like we ended up talking about Amazon, he brought me up to the lounge that they actually didn't have a priority pass lounge. So, so we're just chilling in there. I'm chilling there with Pakistani intelligence uh. and really nice guy. And then coming home when I got to LA, I got pulled away by, by uniform, like a plane's clothes, but the guys who have guns on, on the side of their, 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 their belt um, at LAX. And then they were like wanting to look at my phone. They were asking me questions like what I was doing in Pakistan and, and, and like trying to like prove that I really did go to a wedding there. And, and it was, it was crazy. So, so yeah, sometimes if you go to uh, countries that, you know, maybe people of your nationality don't always go to be, uh, be on the lookout for some, some excitement. Yeah. Yeah. When you come back. <laughs> okay. So now we got a bunch of questions, Kelsey. All right, Bradley, are you good for time? I know you wanted to get out of here. Yeah, at one. Uh, I got like two minutes more. I'll tell the I'll tell my next meeting that they got they got to wait. Oh shoot, I didn't know. Okay. I thought we had till one thirty. All right, so we got one question here specifically for Europe. So this one, hi Norm, Kelsey, and Brad, Bradley, insightful session as always. Anything specific for folks in Europe? Uh, I mean, discounts, cards, tips suitable for folks in Ireland and the rest of Europe. Thanks. I don't have much, you know, obviously being American, I don't look too much, you know, into, into there, but a lot of the stuff that we were talking about absolutely applies. You know, maybe yeah. it's not the same credit card, you know, that you guys have access to, but, but find the, the credit cards that you do those websites. I talked about, you know, like seat guru and, 
and founders, uh, you know, club and, and all these others, they definitely, they definitely work. Another just quick tip, regardless of where you're in the world, sometimes use a VP, VPN uh, mm -hmm. when you're looking at prices for, for, you know, so if you're, you're in Europe and then you're trying to find a flight to the U S you know, like try and get it from like change your VPN to the U S or something just to, just to compare prices. And sometimes you might actually from the same exact website, get, get cheaper pricing that way. Yeah, Steve uh, Simonson was telling me that when he goes back and forth from Canada, just do I go from Seattle or to Vancouver? He can save hundreds of dollars. Okay, so why don't we do the wheel of Kelsey? Because I I, I misread. I thought I thought it said one thirty, but it was one and one and a thirty minute consult. <laughs> All right, that's just me being old. Uh, uh, you do okay. That, yeah, Bradley, if you need to get going, though, feel free to leave. Um, we're just going to do the wheel. Okay, of yeah. And, uh, it was great great to be on and uh, look forward to uh, having you back uh, soon. And congratulations on the the uh, 500 episodes. And thanks, everybody, for, for tuning in. Hey, Bradley. Thanks a lot. Thanks, Have Bradley. a good one, sir. All right, we're going to head over to a sponsor, and we'll be back with the Wheel of Kelsey. This episode of Lunch with Norm is sponsored by Rebate. Attention sellers and brand owners – Want to reach more shoppers and boost sales? Rebate's platform connects sellers with shoppers seeking great deals on new products. They make it easy to offer promotions, handle rebates, and ensure seamless redemptions. With countless reviews from satisfied customers, Rebate is the go-to solution to increase your sales. Visit Rebate.com today and start reaching more shoppers. Now let's get back to the show. By the way, Kels, I was just looking at some of these. Uh, Twilight Action said uh, Seed Alerts app is also very good. I've never heard of that, but I'll check that out. And then Redbeard, yeah, your ears must have been burning. That's the one that I got, the GLAR750. And I think it's called S Slate. Um, anyways, that's the one that uh, I travel around with. It's a bit better than the stick uh, version that I have. All right, and then I, I see uh, Twilight Action also said uh, the Revolut, uh, Revolut uh, is great for cash overseas. Revolut? And I've never heard of Revolut. it. Revolut. And from Neil, uh, for the Canadians, we got a U.S. bank account with Loop in Canada, and we're excited because we're not losing a bunch of money on the exchange rate between Canadian and U.S. dollars. So I know we had Cato on uh, a couple months ago. So um, if you're a Canadian, definitely check out Loop um for more on that and mm -hmm. then tips from twilight action uh, i prefer to avoid planes and airports on my days off i use amex platinum for lounge passes which is a must and also gives you free travel insurance oh that's true i forgot about that yep yeah so uh yeah, awesome thanks everyone for the different uh oh let me see amz i use revolut as my standard bank account in the uk awesome so uh, thanks, everyone, for the tips. Uh, I think this was a really fun episode, but I know we've got the great giveaway today, so uh, we can jump into that. You know so. what we should do? We should do a travel horror story podcast. Yeah, yeah, that'd be great. I, I love today's episode, so I think uh, and it seemed like everyone else did too. So let us know in the comments if you want to hear uh, the travel horror story podcast as well. But uh, here we go. Here is the Wheel of Kelsey. It's time for the Wheel of Kelsey. Okay. Now, uh, Kelsey's being unprofessional again. He's he's muted. He's, nobody can hear him. I can say anything. I've taken control. What should I say about Kelsey? Oh, I guess he got offended. He's just, this is just the ultimate spin. It's the wheel is just spinning. He's left me on my own here. I'm going to go into the fetal position. <laughs> Look at Twilight. Who got that? Jan and Tata. All right. Congrats. That's a great prize. So that's a one-on-one -on -one with Bradley for 30 minutes. Plus, you get to talk to his sourcing agent. And uh, I know I've talked to Bradley about this before, and he just loves this sourcing agent. So anyways, what a great, uh, great deal. I don't think, 
I don't think Bradley's ever done anything like that. So enjoy. Okay, is the boy Blunder back? Nope, he's giving me the... No, he's not. All right, everybody. So join us on Friday. It's the big one. We have got huge cash prizes, not cash prizes, but prizes like masterminds and apps and you name it, that if you're an Amazon seller, uh, you you can't live without. So there's all sorts of things. Plus, uh, Kevin, uh, Kevin King also threw in a ticket to BDSS. I think it's worth about $7,000. There's just a bunch of everything. So join us on Friday, and that's going to be our 500th podcast anniversary. And uh, we're going to have just a, a ton of fun. We're going to have bloopers. We're going to have guests, um, uh, listeners, uh, past guests that come on panels. It's going to be four hours. I don't even think I can talk four hours. Kelsey will have to take over for me. And then, like I say, at the end of every podcast, uh, we could not do this without you. Our community is awesome. If you're not part of the community, head over to our Facebook group at uh, Lunch with Norm. Let, Lunch with Norm, the e-commerce and FBA collective. All right, everybody. We'll see you next time. Want more great information? Don't forget to subscribe by clicking here. Also, if you want to check out our latest podcasts, click over here. Lunch with Norm.